Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun, week-ending hit of sport for Friday, the 16th of June. Today, the big carrot the Prime Minister has dangled in front of the Matildas, why we should start calling Latrell Mitchell the hokey pokey, and tonight, the biggest rivalry in cricket for the smallest trophy gets underway. But first... We have a new ladder leader in the AFL. Here's Pal Pepper. Gets it from Wines. Clean pick up. Low kick. Dangerous. It is an absolute work of art. It's genius and it's brilliant. For the first time since round six, Collingwood is not atop the AFL ladder after Port defeated the reigning Premier's Geelong by 38 points last night at the Adelaide Oval, leapfrogging the Pies to the top of the footy pile in the process. The win continues the Powers' record 11-game winning streak and was made even sweeter by the latest Port debutant. Last line, still in play, Pal Pepper, looking pretty dangerous. Davidoff, Narkel, first goal against his old side. After being delisted by Geelong in the off-season, Quinton Narkel was given a second chance at AFL Life by Port when they picked him up in the mid-season draft a few weeks back. And last night, after Willie Rioli was a late withdrawal for Port with the flu, Narkel got his opportunity against his former club and took it with both hands, kicking two goals and helping his new team get a very big win. You know, I took the long way around to get back into the system, so, yeah, convenient <laughs> coming up against Geelong uh, first game back, but, yeah, it was super, and, you know, all the boys were really supportive, made me feel comfortable. You know, I was only here for two weeks, so to learn the game plan and everything's been pretty hectic, but, uh, no, I've enjoyed it. Port will now enjoy a week off with the bye in round 15. The FIFA Women's World Cup is one month away with Australia and New Zealand set to co-host the footballing fiesta, which is forecast to bring hundreds of millions of dollars into the local economy as well as attract billions of eyeballs watching the tournament on TV. And with the hometown support and as a top 10 ranked side, the Matildas will go in as one of the favourites. And, as if they needed any extra motivation, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese just angled a very big carrot. I deserve a day off. No pressure, Sam Kerr and co, but hopes of a day off for the entire population of Australia now rest on your shoulders after Albo, all but guaranteed, should the Matildas claim the ultimate prize, he'll be putting the squeeze on the states and territories' respective premiers to declare a public holiday. Or in the words of our former Prime Minister Bob Hawke... Any boss who sacks anyone for not turning up today is a bum. <laughs> While the decision to declare public holidays does lie with the premiers, Albo predicted that there would be a race between the state government head honchos to celebrate a Matilda's World Cup victory with a day of no work. Fingers crossed. <laughs> when the Blues named their side for State of Origin Game 1, Latrell Mitchell was in. Then he was out. And ahead of next week's Game 2, Latrell Mitchell was in. Then he was out. Hence, his new nickname. You did a hokey pokey and you turned yourself around. That's what it's all about. Latrell, the hokey pokey Mitchell, is officially out of State of Origin Game 2 after New South Wales ruled the star out of next Wednesday's fixture because of the same calf injury that kept him out of Game 1. Game 2 at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane next Wednesday night is already a do-or-die affair for New South Wales, trailing the best-of-three series 1-0 and Mitchell's return to the side had the potential to tip the game in the Blues' favour. Yes, but he won't be there. Instead, Penrith centre Stephen Crichton, who was called into the squad in place of Mitchell for Game 1, has again been brought into the Blues starting 13, with many questioning his omission in the first place, having been one of New South Wales' best performers in the Game 1 loss. Tonight, it begins. What? What are you talking about? I'm talking about cricket's biggest rivalry for the game's smallest trophy. 
the Ashes starts tonight. The first of the five test series gets underway at Edgbaston tonight and early glimpses of the pitch indicate that the English curators have listened to the requests of the home side and have delivered a pitch to suit the Poms new baseball approach to test cricket. What are you talking about? Baseball. The style of cricket England has adopted in the test arena since Kiwi Brendan McCullum took over as their national coach. It basically means England are going to attack, attack, attack and try and take the game away from the Aussies with rapid run scoring and aggressive bowling. And the edge Baston pitch looks set to suit baseball down to the ground. Only problem for England is that's exactly how this Australian team likes to play too. Well, isn't that convenient? It is. So get comfy and enjoy the first of what should be five epic test matches over the coming month. And while we're talking about sport this weekend, don't forget to keep tabs on Cam Smith, Adam Scott and the rest of the Aussie contingent chasing golf and glory at the US Open at the LA Country Club with round one getting underway this morning. And don't forget as well, our boxing golden boy Tim Zhu, who is defending his WBO light middleweight world championship on Sunday against Mexico's Carlos Ocampo on the Gold Coast. And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport to wrap up another week. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode of The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you Monday. Listener.